You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome to you if you're listening to this for the very first time. I know that there's people discovering this podcast every single week as it continues to grow, as it continues to go on new platforms. So thank you for everyone who's been listening for so long and writing in. Thank you for all of those who have said hello on Instagram. And thank you and welcome to those of you who, like I said, might be new here. What are we talking about today? The topic is about what to do if you think that you're ugly. And I know that this is a common theme that I've been seeing in guys who have commented on various social media outlets. I hear them talk about this a lot. They think that they have no chance. I have guys that reach out to do coaching and they say in their application that they feel that they're not attractive or that they're ugly. It's not for everyone, but a lot of people do say that to me. And there's periods of time where I thought I was ugly, unattractive. So we all have probably felt it to some degree, maybe some of us more than others. And I wanted to talk about this today and even more importantly, give you some tips on what you can do. I know this is a topic that I've talked about a handful of times here on the podcast, but I feel it definitely deserves getting attention at least once a year here on the podcast and and talking about your looks, your appearance, and how to optimize it. But first, before we talk about how to optimize it, I really want to talk about how this is affecting your self-esteem and the way that you think about yourself and and the way that you talk to yourself. Just the thinking of, I think I'm ugly. And I know that some of you might say, and I've heard this from guys before, like, no, Trip, this isn't an opinion. I don't think that I'm ugly. Like, it's a, it's maybe a thought. I know it for a fact. People have told me, or I just know. This isn't some warped view of myself or dysmorphia. But this is a true thing that I feel is real. Well, I'll say this to start off in terms of helping you with your mindset. If you believe that there are things about you that are ugly, that you cannot change, and that could be whatever that may be. Maybe it's it's even something about your height, your ethnicity, the shape of your nose, the shape of your eyes, Whatever it may be that you think is unattractive, the shape of your body, right? So too skinny, too fat. But I, I actually, I take that back because I'm not going to count those in because those that is usually something that you can change. I will, funny enough, there's a lot of things you can change with plastic surgery. But besides using plastic surgery, let's just talk about the things that you really cannot change, right? Just maybe some various aspects of yourself, such as your height or just something about you and the way that you look. I understand that this can get you down. I understand that this is something that really hurts and kills your self-esteem. But I need you, I'm begging you to focus on what you can change. Because that's the first path to growth. If you want to give up, that's fine. But if you're listening to these words, that means you're listening to this podcast. And that means that you are hoping for something. No one listens to this podcast 
if they don't think that maybe there's something that they can change, something that they can do. So I want you to really, really start thinking about this idea that you need to focus on what you can change and the things that you can change. I know I'm being kind of vague, but I know that the people listening who are in this situation, you get it. You understand what I'm talking about because you have whatever personal physical thing that you're thinking about. So really get honest of the things that you can change and then focus on that. And when I say focus, I mean die hard, only focus on that. Because if you can't change it, what's the point? Now, if you feel, okay, I can't change this and therefore you want to give it up, I should say give up, not give it up, give up the whole process of meeting and attracting women. That's your choice. I don't think you should, but some guys take it that far. Again, I don't think that that's you because I don't think that those guys listen to this podcast because they listen to this hoping that they can make a change and they can make some sort of difference in their life to be able to meet and attract the women that they want. So let's get this out of your head altogether. Anything related to something that you feel you cannot change. Okay, you can't change it. Move on. Too short, move on. I'm working with a client right now who's 5'2". And we are getting him dates that are turning into second dates, that are turning into makeouts. And he's not even from here. He's a different race. So he's not speaking English exactly perfectly. And we're getting him dates. Why? Because we're focusing on the things that we can change. Which again, those are going to be things that we're going to talk about today on this episode. So those are things that we're going to discuss. But that's step one. Get out of your head and into what can I do? All right, I've hammered this point in a million times, but I think it definitely calls for it. It begs for it, okay? So something I talk about and go into detail in my book, Magnetic, something I talk about there is what's called a four-step attraction amplifier. You've heard me say it here in the podcast many times if you're a regular listener. Maybe you have the Magnetic book. Maybe you have the video course hooked. And I talk about it there as well. This is the outer qualities. This is the things that you can change and can work on and put effort into to make yourself as attractive as you can be. Of course, I'm not going to go here and go ahead and say that you are going to look like, uh, you know, insert pop star here, Justin Bieber, Brad Pitt, you know, whoever, but that's okay. We got to live in reality. Most people don't look like that, will not look like that. And that's okay. Because the good news is, is you don't have to be that attractive, that physically attractive to get the women that you're looking for. Now, I'm not going to bullshit you. And I say this to guys all the time when I'm getting on the phone with them when they're interested in, in coaching and they say like, well, what kind of results can I expect? And I don't bullshit. I'm not going to say, well, we're going to get you a Victoria's Secret model. Even I can't get a Victoria's Secret model. Good chance I cannot get that because those women, they're not only attractive, but they have status. So they're going to be going for someone who has status and is attractive and has money 
because they can. They can go for that top tier percentile. But that's okay. There are so many other women out there who are beautiful inside and out, who are not Victoria's Secret models, okay, that you can still attract. So just understand that you can still do very well here. And all you need to do is focus on the things that you can change, which are your health, your wealth, your appearance, and your lifestyle. I know that not all those directly affect your looks. And the title of today's episode is about what to do if you think you're ugly. But I just want to make sure I'm giving you everything together so it all makes sense. So again, what we're talking about is your health, your wealth, your appearance, and your lifestyle. Now, I will not be going into all four of these because, again, we are not talking about things like wealth. But again, I just wanted to mention all those because those all together are what culminate and create what I call the outer qualities. So if you feel that you're unattractive, what are the things that you can change that will make you more attractive? It is your health and it is your appearance, obviously. And if you want to learn more and and learn about the lifestyle aspect and the wealth aspect, you can get the book Magnetic. I mean, I can just spoil it for you. Wealth is about making more money and lifestyle is about the area and place that you live in and the people that you surround yourself with. But let's focus in on health today and let's focus in on your appearance because we're talking about optimizing the way you look. And I like to use the word optimize because it's almost as if you might never always get there. Like I'm still optimizing my look. And by the way, you're going to get older. So the optimizing continues. You lose more hair, you get more wrinkles, you gain weight, right? So things are always going to be changing. Now you could stay on top of that, but you can't necessarily fight that part of aging. You might be able to slow it down, but Either way, we understand that it's always something that you're going to be working on. And I want you to really see this as habits rather than goals. So this is something that is common in personal development speak, the idea of habits over goals. And so what we do is we create habits, things in our life that we do repeatedly so that we end up getting and achieving the, I want to say goal for lack of a better word, even though it's never like a goal because a goal kind of insinuates that you're finished, but for lack of a better word, it will reach the goal. Once you have the habit or at least get you to a place where you're feeling good. Okay. So for example, let's talk about your appearance for a second. So there's only a few things that have to do with your appearance. It's going to be your weight It's going to be your clothes. It's going to be your skin, your hair, your breath, your teeth. I would say that's probably about everything. I don't think I left anything out there. It's kind of scanning the whole body with, uh, with my mind for a second there. So those are all the areas that you want to optimize. Here's quick tips for all of those right now. For your clothes... You're going to get clothes that fit your body. It's not too loose. It's not too hipster tight, but that just fit you. If you want to take it to the next level and go trendy, by all means you can. It's a little bit more work, but hey, 
it is an optimization process. So if you want to get to that point, that's fine. You can type into Pinterest and you can say in Pinterest, trendy looks for guys and then the year. So whatever year it is, in this case, it'd be 2022. But I would say doing what would be your fitted look and using neutral colors, whites, grays, blacks. If you start there, you could get a couple of good outfits, no problem. Here's an example. You can get a shoe that's light gray, like a sneaker of some sort, or white, even better. You can get a fitted black jeans like Levi's. You can get a white t-shirt. You can pretty much get that from anywhere. There's all different types. And then you can get some sort of jacket that goes over the white t-shirt that's maybe black, that's maybe gray. Or you can get some sort of button down, plain button down, black, gray. So you can just work with some of those neutral colors and start there and then build from there. So that's clothes in a nutshell. And then when it comes to your grooming, so we're talking about your hair, your skin, we're talking about your breath, your nails, keep your nails short. Best advice for hair, go to a place where you can spend 50 to $100 on a haircut. And for some of you, maybe that's a little much. Well, save up. Things cost money if you want to improve, right? So I want you to go to a place that costs that much because they're going to do a better job than going to Supercuts or one of those cheap places, generally speaking. And they're going to give you a haircut that's going to match the shape of your face and just make you look the best. They're going to have good products there that you can use. I personally go every three to four weeks to a stylist and I spend 50 to $100 because I'm trying to optimize and make my haircut the best it can be. I also have difficult hair because it's, uh, it's curly and it's, it's not as easy to style, in my opinion. Then you want to work on grooming. Here's a tip for you. Most guys look great with stubble. And if you can't really grow stubble, if it's patchy, then just go completely shaved. I get on coaching calls with guys and they show me their facial hair. And it's interesting how many guys are doing it wrong. Then I'm not blaming you here, but there are little quick fixes that you could do, really easy fixes that you could do. And I just gave it to you. Just get a light stubble that has been shown and proven to be more attractive. I've even read some studies on that where guys have looked more attractive to women when they have a light beard. But again, not everyone can can have a beard. And if so, you don't want just like a chin strap and you don't want just a goatee. When you get to these very specific types of grooming styles, you start to become more polarizing, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But I just also believe there's not many women out there. I've never heard any woman who's ever said to me, at least, I know this is more anecdotal, but I've never seen anything where a woman says, oh man, I really love a guy with a goatee. Oh man, I really love a guy with the chin strap. I really love a guy with just some stubble just on his chin. I've never heard that in my life. It looks better when it's either all shaven or a light stubble. Okay, moving on. Breath, make sure 
kind of common sense here. You're flossing, you're brushing your teeth daily. You're swishing at night if you have really bad breath and you have like something like halitosis. You're, you're using some sort of Listerine mouthwash. And then when it comes to skincare, you can get really deep into skincare. I'm actually just about to start optimizing for that personally. I use a moisturizer right now, really high quality stuff. It's Aesop, maybe you've heard of it, A-E-S-O-P. It's an Australian brand, but they do sell stuff, I believe all over the world, at least I know in, in America they do. And it is just high quality products. I just moisturize right now. So I can't really give you too much in terms of tips, because again, skincare goes so deep. I mean, there's so much there. And I'm really excited to learn about it, to optimize that part of, of my regimen. It's just a place I've never really had to focus on. I haven't really had bad acne or anything like that. I've had dry skin, but so I never put time into it. But now I'm aging, so I'm getting wrinkles, I'm getting spots. And so now things are starting to happen. So I'm going to put more effort into it. And of course, I'll share with you guys whenever I find stuff. But at the very least, you can just go to any store and pick up a moisturizer, pick up a face moisturizer and start to do that every day. It's going to make your skin look better. It's going to make your skin feel better. It's going to help with dryness. So at least start there with moisturizing. I don't necessarily think you need to moisturize your body. I don't personally. Maybe I should. I haven't looked into it. I don't have too dry of skin. If you do, or if you have some issues with your skin that are past moisturizing, you might want to see a dermatologist for that and see what you can do, and they'll give you special product. So worst comes to worst, dermatologist or look on YouTube. They got it all, all the answers for your skin issues. But quick start, get some moisturizer from anywhere, get the habit going. Because remember, we talked about habits, right? So the habit here is going to be moisturizing every day, brushing every day, flossing every day, going to a stylist every single month, I would say. If you want to keep the same hairstyle, probably anywhere from three to five weeks, my guess. If you wear glasses and you can't wear contacts for whatever reason, I would get thick rimmed glasses. Otherwise, I really recommend you wear contacts. Most guys look better in contacts. Most guys look better without glasses, if you can help it. Now let's talk about more habits concerning health, but also concerning your appearance. So some things you're going to want to start doing is eating more vegetables, which get more vitamins and minerals in your body. And that's going to help with looking better. So you're going to want to create a habit around that, just adding in one more vegetable or replacing whatever you're eating right now with one more vegetable every single day. So you're just getting more nutrients. I use athletic greens for that. No, this is not an ad. I don't have a link for you, but it is what I use. And I've heard it on other podcasts. I love it. Also, I think it's a little overpriced. You could probably find something. I think there's one called amazing grass helps you get your greens in. So that's something that you can do. That's another habit to create. And then of course, going to the gym. I finally have come to the point, it took me several years where I've successfully created a habit out of it. And I can say that because I believe a habit is created when it comes to the point when you want to do something, whatever that habit is, and you don't do it, it feels really off. Like, you know how when you start something new, you're like, oh man, this is new. I got to get up early and go to the gym, for example, or 
oh, now I'm flossing twice a day. It's like I never take time to do this. It feels weird. It's off. It's a lot of work. I believe a habit is successfully created or you know when it's successfully created when you're at that point where you go, oh man, I I missed the gym today or I missed this today or this didn't happen today. And it like stings, it hurts. But it's such a habit that it probably doesn't even get to that point. It's just you're consistently doing it, no problem. It's like just becomes part of your lifestyle. So it becomes part of your lifestyle. I don't have specific workout advice for you. I would say the best I can give you. There are so many different programs out there. Just pick one and stick to it. I also believe that you should get as many steps as you can. So working on your steps every single day, try to get steps in up to 10,000 is ideal. I'm still working on that. It is hard. I do not get 10,000 steps in, although I'm trying to. There's just a, a lot of a lot of things I'm doing throughout the day. It makes it hard. But I am working on that one. And another big one for your health, for your appearance, is sleep. Sleep. So making sure that you have a really good eye mask. Making sure that you have blackout curtains so you can get as dark as you can. Making sure that you have... 68 degrees on the thermostat, so you're sleeping in cold. This helps with deeper sleep. I was listening to a podcast today about brain health. It was from the Lifespan podcast. And it's funny because I hear this so much. And once again, I have scientists saying how sleep is so crucial. There are things going on when you're sleeping that are healing your body, helping with your memory, helping with your emotions, your brain, everything. It's just so crucial. Got to get your sleep in. Make sure you're doing that. I know there's a lot here. You probably took notes. Good if you did. As you know, I'm not a full expert in any of these areas, but I've done a lot of research in knowing what works and what will make the most progress for you. So you can always go deeper and learn more about each of these. Go to podcasts, YouTube, wherever. It's all over the internet. But for sure, if it's a little overwhelming to you and nothing really sticks out as something you want to study or go for right away, then just do the bare minimum that I told you. And I guarantee you're going to look better. You're going to feel better. You're going to grow your self-esteem and you're going to be a more attractive version of you. And it's it's a lifelong thing. That's what you have to remember. Don't think of it as an end point. It's not a goal. It's a place that you don't necessarily get to. Instead, it's something that you're always working on. And when I say always working on, you might get to a point where it's maintenance mode, where you say, okay, I got a good skincare regimen. I got like what I'm wearing. I got my health in order. I'm doing my steps. I'm doing workout. I'm eating, you know, better foods. So it might come to that point. And that's great. That's fantastic. Most people, I don't think, get to that point. It's very tough. It's tough to work on all that stuff. I mean, even look at me. I don't have all that stuff optimized. And I've been working on personal development for over, well over a decade at this point. Because there's some portions that I've worked on more than others. 
Right? Like I said, I haven't really done anything with skincare. I have a moisturizer. That's about it. I'm still even learning more about how to optimize my grooming, how to optimize my outfits and my fashion. And also there's things that I just take more of an interest in. You know, I don't take a super deep interest in health in terms of the aspect of working out. I've tried various workouts, but it's not like I'm trying to necessarily put on a certain amount of muscle and and reduce body fat percentage to a certain point. Maybe one day I'll get into it to that point, but I like just that I'm getting as many steps as I can and I'm working out and doing a program that I enjoy, that keeps me going, that keeps me feeling good, that keeps my bones and my and my muscles strong. So those are some of the things that I do and everyone's gonna be different. So I would start with some of these basics and go from there. And remember, the most important thing, do not focus on the things that you cannot change and work on the things that you can, which are the things that we discussed so far today. I would like to get into some questions now. People have written in. They've emailed me, trip at tripadvice.com. You can do the same thing. I'm getting really caught up on these, by the way. It is February that I am recording this episode, and I'm proud to say I am in February, which is nice. I love being able to get caught up and then answer your questions and bring it on. I'm ready to take on more. Email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line, podcast question. And if you don't remember how to spell trip at tripadvice.com, it's okay. That's in the show notes where you can just copy and paste it. Also in the show notes are links to getting more help. If you need more help in the area of meeting women, attraction, you can work with myself or one of my coaches here at TripAdvice. You can go to coachedbytrip.com where you can apply to work with myself or one of the coaches here that are going to help you in all the areas. We help you with being more attractive in terms of your behavior and personality, which we talk about quite a bit here on the podcast. And then we also help you in this area of getting down and optimizing your looks and your appearance. We focus first and foremost on your behavior because that makes the bigger difference in attracting women. But we also work on everything. We make sure that you are your most attractive self and work on all those things with the given amount of time that we do have together. I have various programs. I got a mastermind running right now where it's three to four guys who are in there. Guys absolutely love that. And then I also have the one-on-one, I call it the Trip Advice Accelerator Program, where you get a one-on-one coach dedicated to you, calls weekly, unlimited texting with your coach. And of course, no matter what coaching program you do sign up for, you will get lifetime access to all of my video courses. There's seven in there. I just had my awesome team member, Joe, add up everything. I've been telling guys for a few years now, it was, well, I was correct. I said it was about 60 plus hours of video content in my TripAdvice members area. I said, Joe, I know I'm close, but let's just get a more accurate picture of that. And it is 88. So there's 88 hours of video content. That might drive you insane by hearing that, like, wow, I wouldn't even want to watch that much stuff. But just know that it's not a bunch of random stuff. It is video courses created for you 
to get good at all the different areas of being more attractive, attracting women. And it talks about everything. Like we get into the nitty gritty of stuff. Like you think that today was detailed on this podcast. It goes even deeper talking about everything from relationships to sex, to attraction, to meeting women, to approach anxiety, to charisma, to conversation, meeting women online. My whole online program is there meeting women in person. There's even infield footage on there. So lots of good stuff. Anyway, you get access to that through the coaching programs. Or you, of course, you can just get the one video course that talks about attraction. That's Hooked. You can check that out at getterhook.com. Otherwise, apply for coaching today. Coachedbytrip.com. Let us get into it with the questions. Here's one from Glenn just from a few weeks ago. He says, hi, Trip. I've been enjoying your podcast. Good to know someone is still talking about this subject when so many channels have disappeared. Yes, that is true. He says, I'm in a relationship of almost three years. We are happy together and love each other, but I can't help but wonder if I might be missing out on what else is out there. I've been in this situation before. My girlfriend and I lived together for about a year and a half, but after a while, I started to become unhappy. We went our separate ways for about four months, and we eventually got back together. Fast forward to the present, and we were happy together. I still find her attractive as ever, and while our relationship isn't perfect, I would say I'm overall very happy in it. Soon, I will move to a new city, and she will move with me if we continue things. But I don't want to repeat what happened last time. I care about her, but don't know if I'm fully ready to be settled down to just one girl yet. You are the best person to ask about this as you must have been in this situation before. How do I, so here's a question. He says, how do I decide whether to continue my relationship with my girlfriend or cut it off and go back to meeting new girls, especially since I have already done this once and ended up getting back with her, Glenn. Glenn, what a fantastic question. So much to say about this. All right. Well, there's a few things here. One is the grass is greener concept, which we'll talk about. Another thing is you did get back with her, which is interesting. I say that's interesting because that does make me feel like maybe there's a potential of settling here. It's like, why did you guys become unhappy? Was it because you felt like the grass was greener? What is it? So I'll say this. I do have some personal situations with that and have talked about this with so many people and talked with so many people about the relationships and learned about relationships. So first let's understand this. The grass is always greener. Do you know what that means? Does this, does this ring a bell for anyone out there? The grass is always greener. That's a saying that means that sometimes you're in a situation and the situation for this case is a relationship where you feel like maybe there's something better out there, but I believe it's a, it's a syndrome, the grass is greener syndrome, where no matter what girlfriend you're going to be with, no matter who you're going to end up with, so let's say you break up with this girl and find someone new, that you'll think the same thing. So if you're thinking this now, just understand if you get with another woman, you will think about this again. I'm not saying that all guys do this, 
But I am saying if that is you, it won't necessarily stop unless you make it stop. So you have to really, really be honest with yourself about this woman. Who is this woman? You find her attractive as ever. That is quoted. That's something that you said. And you said your relationship isn't perfect, but you're overall happy in it. Well, I don't think any relationship is perfect. I think it's a scale where it's never going to be 100% perfect. But also, let's not use that phrase if it's you trying to cover up that there's maybe things that are important that are not good in it. But let's just say this. Glenn, if your relationship has an extraordinary amount of better days than bad days, you're in a good spot. So there's a simple formula there. Hopefully it's like 95% of the time you guys spend together, things are good. That 5% might be fights, disagreements. Once that starts to become a majority of a relationship, and this is what happens when relationships end, right? A majority of the days are bad. It's like you're fighting every other day. You're unhappy every other day. That's very bad. You don't want 50%, 50%. You want to go for like 95%. Kind of sounds like common sense, but I don't think people break it down like this. And so this is a good way to look at it. So I don't know if that's you, but this is for you to think about. Is it 95% are you happy on a day-to-day level? If so, I would say you're in a good place. Okay, great. You find her attractive. That's super important. Hopefully that you're that's contributing to your sex life and you guys are having enough sex that's making you happy. And then I would think about if you guys, I mean, I, this kind of goes back to what I was saying about the 95.5, but I guess we can go a little bit deeper into that. It's, it's also about like, are you guys buds? So on a day-to-day basis, you enjoy hanging out with her. You have a few things in common. And by the way, guys, something I've learned that I would love to share with you here because it's something that I don't think people really tell you that much. You don't need to have that much in common with your girlfriend or your wife or your fiance, whoever it is. You just need a few things. That's all. Because it's going to be, first of all, impossible to find someone that has all the same things that you're interested in. Now, you might find that in a friend. That's why you're friends with them. You have a lot of things in common, but that's what binds you guys together. When you're with a woman, that's not the only thing there, right? There's attraction and there's the sex and the support and all that stuff. So you only need a few things. One to two things is just fine. It can be whatever you want. It can be live music. It could be food. It could be you watch, you know, a couple of shows together that you both really enjoy. There's topics that you guys really like talking about. There's an activity you guys both like doing, a sport, a hobby, whatever it may be. You don't need a lot of stuff. So for you, Glenn, hopefully there's a few things in there that you find you guys can do together that makes you guys buds. Because I believe, and what I've seen that's successful, and the things that I've read, is that the best relationships are the ones where you're friends, but you also want to bang their brains out. Now, there's going to be days where you're not feeling like you're friends or you don't want to bang their brains out, but that's life and that's a relationship and that's what's part of it. But I hope that that becomes part of that 5% category and doesn't enter that 95%, right? So it's like 5% of the time you're like, yeah, I just, it's not 
always going to be, you know, roses and rainbows because that's life. So there are some things to think about there. So you said, how do I decide whether to continue my relationship with my girlfriend or cut it off and go back to meeting new girls? Well, figure out what that percentage is for you. But if you're saying like, oh, I might want to go with other women because I want to have sex with other women or you know, I want to see what else is out there just because you're a man who craves variety. Well, maybe you're not, I mean, most men crave variety, but maybe for you, it's to the point where you are not someone who can be in a relationship. Maybe relationships aren't for you. But if it's just that, I don't believe that's a reason to break up if you're looking for a great relationship. So just be honest with yourself. Is she really adding to your life instead of taking away from it. All right, let's do another question. Here's a short one from CRISPR. Interesting name, CRISPR, but I'll take it. Okay, you're from South Africa. Well, maybe CRISPR is like John over there. I don't know. He says, hi, Trip. I've been a fan for so many years now, probably five years. Amazing from South Africa. Is there any way you can explain what a high value really is. Is it money or what certain characteristics is a high value to you? Because in today's world, it seems like a high value man is like a top tier. And just wondering, thank you, CRISPR. CRISPR, damn, that is a cool name. Really is. I like it. And thank you for listening for so many years. And you're just finally writing in. So what is a high value man? Well, such a good question because It is vague, and things that are vague really ask and call for an answer. So what do I think a high-value man is? I think a high-value, and this is actually so appropriate, by the way, to what we talked about. I love it when things line up like this. I believe a high-value man is someone who's working on themselves constantly and succeeding in those things. So that's a very general definition. To be more specific, I believe, yes, it has to do with someone who's making a good amount of money. If I had to put a number on it, over six figures is is a good amount. A high-value man is making over six figures. By the way, that's something that can be worked on. I know that's not necessarily something someone can do right away, but... You ask me what's a high value man. They're making six figures, but it's not just about the money. They're also working on all the areas of their life. So what are the areas? Here comes the repeat, health, wealth, appearance, and lifestyle. So I just gave you a little bit of what a high value man would look like in the money or wealth category. But also, if we want to dive a little bit deeper, I don't think it's just someone who makes six figures, but I mean, a person making 50000 a year versus six figures a year, the person making 50000 might have a higher net worth because they've invested their money. Maybe a person who's making six figures is in debt. So I believe a high-value man is someone who's investing their money in themselves to become a better man and in places where they can make more money and they're making over six figures. Their health is on point. They are having a a good, how do I say this? See, again, I'm not an expert in the category of of fitness and, and body mass index, but we'll just say that they have really good endurance 
physically and are in shape, whatever you think that looks like. But you know, I don't think that's necessarily like a six pack, but they're generally muscular and strong all over because they've worked on that area. It's someone also, so let's see, that was health, that was wealth. Appearance has worked on all the stuff we've talked about, all their grooming and all of their, their fashion and then lifestyle. They're well-connected. They're friends with other people who are high value, high value men, have a good network of people. So they're working on all the areas of their life. And then, of course, there's someone who knows how to attract a woman, not because that they have money or because they're good looking, but of course that does help when you're working on your money and your appearance. That absolutely helps with attracting women, but they know how to be more charismatic around women. They know the behaviors. They understand things like the TED system that I talk about quite a bit, which is the attraction formula. So to me, that's what a high value man is. In my opinion, at least. People might think differently, but it's generally, you're working on all the different aspects of your life Right, So lifestyle, you have good relationships, you have a good environment, a good home, you love the place where you live, your place is you know, well-designed, and has good feng shui, so you just absolutely love it, you're well-connected, you're working on your health, eating healthy, your body is healthy, your mind is healthy, you look your best in your appearance, and you're making a good salary and doing the correct things with your money. So that to me is a high value man and something I think we should all be trying to strive for, not because it's superficial by any means, because you will have a happier life when you're working on all those things. Some people work on only a few and it really fucks you up. You can work all day long and try to make a lot of money, but if that's at the cost of your health or your relationships, you're not going to be very happy. But let's say you decide to just work on your relationships or meeting women or friends and you don't really care too much about your job and just your relationships. Well, there's a famous quote by copywriter John Carlton, money solves problems that not having money causes. So it's good to have money because you can solve problems. And I don't mean by buying yourself a bunch of shit that makes you feel happy for two seconds, but investing in things. You can be purchasing all the things I've talked about with grooming and health and you can invest in coaching business coaching, dating coaching. You can buy things that will help you like a therapist, a good gym, a trainer. So money is very important. It's very good for you to have that. And then you don't want to just be focusing on all that and not be focusing on what you look like because that's going to lower your self-esteem and you're not going to feel good. And it feels good when you look good. So my point here is, is that you want to be working on everything health, wealth, appearance, and lifestyle, and working on making sure that you are understanding social dynamics, female nature, so you have the dating part down too. Absolutely fantastic questions today. I know we only got to two, but as you know, I like to give as in-depth answers as possible. Glenn Crisper, thanks so much for writing in. More to come, more questions that I will answer from you. If you have any questions, email in trip at tripadvice.com. I will answer your questions here on the podcast. If you need more help, you know where to go. Go to the show notes. You can get my course called Hooked at getterhooked.com. You can get my book called Magnetic on Amazon. 
You can also apply for coaching where I will work with you personally or someone on my team will work with you to get you to the point where you are attracting more women into your life. Coachedbytrip.com is the place to go for that. Apply today. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for anyone who's given five-star ratings. Love to see them on iTunes. Love to see them on Spotify. It is always a pleasure to help you. And I'll talk to you on the next episode.